Of these things put them in remembrance, charging, urging, them before the Lord that they strive, argue, not about words to no profit, but to the subverting, ruin, of the hearers. Study, be diligent, to show, present, thyself as approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the truth of God. But shun profane and vain babblings, worthless talk, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. 2 Timothy 2:14-16. Now that is quite a warning there, perfect for that day and precise perfection for this day. Now more than ever we need to seek God and we need to seek His Word and we have to be so careful when we are dependent on others for our spiritual food, and so often we can take the teachings of others while neglecting what God may want to reveal to us by not having those moments in private study of His Word. And that is as no way saying not to listen to your preacher or your pastor, God put those people in your life to help you and help you grow, but it is so vital that you know the Word for yourself. As we are warned in that passage we are not to argue the Word of God, Since the day that the serpent twisted those words he coerced Eve with causing the fall of mankind, there have been and will be until Jesus returns those who only want to discuss it as a way to try to disprove it, and as we are warned this only leads to more ungodliness, because while they are debating with us someone else is always listening and that someone can can be very easily swayed into choosing the wrong path. This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, money lovers, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Without natural affection, truce breakers, irreconcilable, false accusers, slanders, incontinent, without self-control, fierce, despisers of those things which are good. Traitors, heady, reckless, high-minded, haughty, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses, and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away by divers, various, lusts. Ever learning, and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. 2 Timothy 3 1-7 Now think of this as in the phrase old wives' tales, when someone would hear something no matter how far out and repeat that and on and on it would go, but many along they way believing these various superstitions and teachings, such as breaking a mirror will cause seven years bad luck and one cued on from the south, is that if you look out and see a red bird, cardinal, to the rest of the world, the next man you see will be your future husband, if this would were true many people would be in for a world of hurt, but I suppose it came along when prime husband material was far and few in between and someone made up to give some young ladies hope on the prairie when many lived in the middle of nowhere and pickings were slim, I had to throw that one in there because I am just that kind of chick, winking face. My all-time favorite that I heard more than once as a child, that if you keep eating spoonfuls of salt your blood will actually dry up, I was very suspicious of that, but it is an interesting way to keep children from early hypertension. But you get my point, you all, no matter where you are, know some old weird saying, now apply this to those who twist and distort the true teachings of God, and cause those who would serve go to believe things that are just not true concerning actually living for God. The Bible dictionaries often state that the term they're having a form of godliness is in reference to having been created in the image of God, and I am not disputing that, but I would like to submit another thought on the usage of that here, if a person such as the ones he is referring, has the appearance of being godly, you can think Jim Jones or some of the other famous false prophets there, and even apply it those teachers that lead people astray today, allowing them to wallow in unrepentant sin. Just as that verse states, led away by those lusts, those things that God absolutely says we cannot do, 
It disturbs me to no end how many teach now that it's okay to drink. No it is not and the Bible gives us very clear reason why because it will destroy us and yes some people may be able to drink wine with dinner and be fine but you can't tell them there is a one glass limit, that is why we are in the state that we are in, people are seriously confused concerning the teachings of God because there is so much top that has moderation, there is no such clause and if people are needing a clause statement to serve the Lord, with a list of what sins or borderline sins that are allowed to commit and what their allotted quota is before they tap out and have to refuse their flesh is not serving the Lord anyway and they still need to repent because when you come to God, you give God your all or don't even waste your time playing games, that is what the form of godliness is referring to, attributes that would lead on an onlooker to assume and even believe that that what they are seeing is of God. But the heart and intent is so far from God that they are denying the very power of God to change and redeem lives. So now to counter all that information that may just not be quite right it is imperative that you know the word for yourself, and I know that for many of us old English is quite confusing, and I will be glad to tell you that before I knew Christ I could have won the seat as mayor of heathen bill hands down and I promise if I could be blessed to learn the Bible anyone who has that desire can, I could understand some of Jesus' teachings but after that it became a completely foreign language and even after I was saved and realized that much of it is accounts of lives and held references of places and terms that I was clueless of, it seemed even more a challenge, and not that I think I know anything now, I do know what God has taught me, but let me give a word from James. James 1 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth it to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, without reproach, and it shall be given him. Meaning that God will never make you feel rejected or inferior in heart, God never chides or belittles us, God wants us to know him and know his word and he wants us to grow and anything concerning his kingdom he will teach you, through his word and the leading of his Holy Spirit as you study that word and then you become a workman that needs not be ashamed because you know how to divide that word, meaning God gives you the understanding of that word as he has intended it and you will have confidence and stronger faith because you have the word of God in your heart and mind for yourself. When others try to lead you astray or convince you of something that that little voice inside is telling is not quite right, you will know God's word concerning that, which is for not only your benefit but for those others who hear your response, and you will also know just how far to go with that response and at what moment you should end the conversation. So if you are new to all this, please, please let me suggest you start with the Gospel of Matthew or the Psalms, and you do need the Old and New Testaments because they are together for a reason contrary to some popular teachings. But as you study do it just as you are comfortable whether it is 10 minutes here, or an entire chapter there and take notes as certain passages come alive and encouraging words for your own life are found in those blessed pages. I promise as you ask God to bless you in his word your mind will be blown and don't be so surprised if that seemingly daunting task of taking on that giant book suddenly ignites into such a fire in your heart that you will find it hard to put it down out of sheer necessity. He can bless you that much that it becomes a love, a passion, and just as Jeremiah stated, his word was in mine heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones. There is a reason that it is the living word we are so close, as this world is darker every day and God will have his kingdom and he will send his workers into harvest that field but those workers must be trained and that training comes studying his word, so I don't know who he is raising up but I know that his word will go forth in the last days and it will be preached, all the word, the sugar-free version that needs no artificial sweeteners because it is sweetened to perfection, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor, Roma. Ephesians 5 2. But no matter where you start, just start, if you don't have the KJV Bible, get one and if you feel like you need a little extra help, 
Get an audio Bible to listen along as you read, but once you start and give it all you got you will be amazed, and you will be amazed when he starts revealing all he has for you in passages you had never noticed will suddenly become profound and don't be so shocked when you suddenly have to share that word with others, again, he is raising some people up. Have a blessed rest of your week. Thank you.